Rom Companion. Rom Companion. Rom Com. Companion. Rom Companion. Rom Companion. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 40 of uh, Rom Companion. Can you believe it? 40 episodes. Wow. What a journey it has been. So if you've listened to last week's episode, you'll know that uh, we're doing a companion piece, right? So last week was No Strings Attached. This week we are doing Friends with Benefits. So these are two rom-coms. They both came out the same year in 2011, just about six months apart. Same subject matter, but as I mentioned in the last week's episode, and I apologize how negative I was during last week's episode, but this is it. This is the one. This is the one I like a lot more. And one of the things that you know, one of the reasons why I like this one so much more is because I had seen no strings attached, and that was uh, uh, no interest attached. You know what I'm saying? So um, this is gonna be friends with benefits. It's gonna be a much more uplifting, much more positive episode. Um, also, coincidentally, this just happened by chance. I didn't know that this was going to happen, but Friends of Benefits is available on Netflix. So um, if you're keeping up, you know, check it out. Watch it on Netflix first. It's free for you to, to, to watch. Um, okay, so uh, I don't want to really delay it too much. I really love this rom-com. It's a long rom-com, but let's, let's dive right into it. I have it queued up here. Go ahead and start it together in five, four, three, two, one, play. All right, so this is a film from Screen Gems. If you haven't, uh, I think, I don't really know what these guys make, but Screen Gems, they make a lot of really fun movies that I enjoy. They did uh, Think Like a Man as well, so I really enjoy Screen Gems. Um, here's our introduction to um, our title character. No, not title character. Just our, our, our main lead. Um, uh, Justin Timberlake playing some type of designer, web designer. I don't know what thing he's using because to this day we don't have touch screens that big. You can't just tap your screen and point around. So. Um, Anyways, there's this uh, uh, fun conversation going on where he's on the, having a phone call, and then Mila Kunis, our other lead, is on the other end. I okay, so quick little spoiler alert, but I had to I'll talk about it. This is uh, <laughs> okay, uh, first of all, this is uh, a, 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 a twist. The twist is that they're not talking to each other, but. I think this is pretty well done. When I first saw it, it really threw me off. I was like, oh, wow. Um, so I guess they're already friends. Is this movie starting in the middle of their friendship relationship? But no, it's just a really nice uh, uh, twist. Like, they pull the rug under you. Also, you can also tell from some of the humor, like that dude being naked and then the conversation that they're having, the humor in this movie quicker, peppier, edgier, a lot of really great things. But check this part out. So here's Mila Kunis's boyfriend, paid by Amy Adams Sandberg. And then uh, Justin Timberlake is dating Emma Stone. 
<laughs> throwing some shade at John Mayer, which is fun, like edgy, you know, like go ahead and do that. If you're going to do this, might as well do this 100%. So here's the weird thing. Um, that uh, Emma Stone was waiting for him. Why would you wait for him outside of the concert, right? Like, why don't you wait with him, wait for him when he's inside? By the way, a quick little fun detail. I love this detail. Behind her is the Empire State Building, right? And then behind him is Capitol Records. So two famous landmarks from L.A. and New York. So it just kind of gives you a hint like, oh, these guys are on different ends of the country, two different coasts. I never said go up, okay? I just said lightly around. It's like a little button. See what I mean? Like, this is super fun. Like, they're just, they're going there. This is, if they're going to do a sex comedy, they're going to do a sex comedy. There's going to be jokes about, you know, anal play, so it's great. By the way, um, fun thing about uh, Emma Stone, fun fact, she did Easy A with the director before. So it's a nice little cameo with an actress, you know, they're teaming up again. I would love to see more Emma Roberts, uh, excuse me, Emma Roberts. I would love to see more Emma Stone rom-coms. Uh, and I wouldn't really mind it if this guy did them. This guy... Uh, as you can hear, really quick witted, really fun voice. Thank you. So we had the simultaneous breakup. I think I mentioned this before, guys. Rom coms have, lots of rom coms always have very like, common starts, and this is a very uh, uh, effective one. You kind of start them off in relationships, then you have them break up. This is kind of like a really fun cold open for both of them. I don't know if time has changed or anything. I don't know if anybody's ever like John fucking Mayer nowadays. Is anybody that excited about John Mayer? But yeah, you can see where they're both at. So since they're both, uh, a ugly truth, we did that episode. Uh, but yeah, they're both going to be emotionally shut down. They both have their walls up. It's a great place to start. And there we go. Great introduction to Friends of Benefits. Guys, this is such a fun movie. So peppy. So much energy. How was that introduction compared to um, the introduction in Friends, uh, No Strings Attached, right? When they were talking about uh, Can I Finger You, right? Super. And I love this, inside, this little running joke. <laughs> For some reason, I don't get it. Justin Timberlake has it out for Sully, which I think maybe now we can laugh at it. That's really funny. But like this was 2011, so like it was pretty recent. I don't know why he was. I don't know. Whatever. It was the appropriate. Like it's the right take. The right take is okay. He landed a plane. That's what his job is. You know. If I avoid a car accident, does that make me a hero? So yeah, like. It's the right take. It's just uh, interesting and maybe a little brave. A little brave for them to make such an edgy, edgy joke. So we're about to have our meet cute, and this is a fun meet cute. It's a legit meet cute. 
right? It's not that awkward thing where they are friends and then they meet each other again years later and blah, 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 blah. Right? She's doing this thing. I, like, they're already getting, they don't, they don't even know each other, guys. They don't even know each other. We're already getting fun rom-com beats. Like the whole pick him up in the airport, that's a fun rom-com beat. Uh, and you have her also running on the baggage carousel. We're, we're, on a, we're off, start off to a good start, right? And I just love how they both kind of call each other out. Instant chemistry. These two have so much chemistry, by the way. Kucher and Portman, zero chemistry whatsoever. Look at these two, off the bat. You're really gonna carry my bag. You're that girl? No, I'm gonna change your life. I'm that girl. Life is already pretty great. Love the writing that they give for her too. This, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I love this. This is so good. A free trip to New York. I'd be an idiot to turn that down. Well, then I guess you must have been an idiot for the past six months. So she's doing a good job of reading yeah, a him. A lot of people would say longer than that. <laughs> it's a huge opportunity. So they're both like competent. They're both, you know. I don't know, like, they're both really impressive characters. Very, like, well-written, young professionals, you know? They're still, like, like you know, like, rom-com characters, they're always a little bit flawed, but, like, at least they're not flawed in every aspect, right? It's good when you show your characters have some competency. So you can see, she's a very competent uh, recruiter. He's a very competent art graphic designer, I guess. I don't really know what this dude does, to be honest. He's very open-ended she's very precise I, I don't want to be the guy who took something legendary and shit the bed with it excuse the expression well then don't be the guy who shit the bed excuse the expression be the guy who made the bed legendary again listen we'll get some coffee in you before the interview you'll be fine i'm sorry not coffee some green tea soy organic hemp bullshit really hot in new york really playing that whole la new york thing guys by the way She's right. That's L.A., baby. We drink tea. We drink organic hemp. We drink, you know, substitute milks, milk alternatives, dairy alternatives. So it's good writing. I told you, I don't really want it. Just do me a favor. Act like you do so that I look good. I can do that. Okay. Go get him. This is great, by the way. See, he drank it. He ended up having that drink anyways. Whatever green juice it was. And I guess that's New York. I don't you know, I, I never lived there, but I'm guessing that's what New York is like. And check it out, look how long that interview lasted. That's always a good sign, by the way, folks. If your interview is scheduled for half an hour and it's done in like 15, that's a bad sign, right? If it lasts, you know, over, if it runs over, that's a good sign. So obviously it's a very good sign. By the way, how does she know that he didn't just like leave out another exit? Because <laughs> uh, he totally could have done that. He could have left another exit. And she's just been stuck here waiting for no one. About five minutes ago. Congratulations. Offer expires at midnight. Why didn't you just tell me instead of texting me? Because it's more dramatic. Dylan, you are not going to shit the bed. I've seen your work. It's amazing. She's doing a good job, too. She does, she's got to sell him on her, uh, on the job, and she's got to sell the GQ on him. She's good at her job. I love it. Yeah, I would. 
job. I'm gonna sell you in New York. It's New York. I've seen Seinfeld. <laughs> Bullshit tourist version. So, guys, like, what a really great, because, like, guys, think about this relationship, right? Recruiter and uh, prospect, job prospect. This is a relationship that literally, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen any movie really tackle it. But it ends up being perfect, like a, a perfect uh, opportunity. Look at them, like, going on this fun little date, right? And it's kind of, like, uh, it kind of appropriate because... She's trying to sell him on New York. She's trying to convince him to take this job, right? So it is kind of her job to, uh, I don't want to say seduce. That might be too strong of a word, but it is like her job to like entice him, you know? Right? Closing. Like, it's like similar tactics as a date as you are uh, getting someone to take the job. One other thing I really like about this, this is kind of like, I think this kind of started like this revolution. If you guys haven't seen a lot of recent romantic comedies, they're all a little bit self-reflexive. They're all a little self-critical of the genre. And this is kind of like the start of that tone. This is the kind of voice that a lot of romantic comedies kind of employ now, right? Making fun of the fact that like, oh, why do men, why do women, blah, 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 blah. It's because romantic comedies, right? So it's kind of like a nice, fun, anti-romantic comedy. Hey, bro, that was like a double McTwist 1260. I love this too. I just, I don't really know what. So that's Sean White, Olympic great. Everybody knows Sean White. He's cut his hair since then. But I don't know how people feel about him. I don't know if he's like a nice guy or a douche guy, but uh, a douchey guy. But he's obviously <laughs> he is a uh, uh, he's an American hero, right? He's an Olympian, gold medalist. Whether you I don't I, I don't know if he's a nice guy or not, but uh, at this time at least he is America's uh, snowboarding hero. And then I love this way that they kind of employ this and and make fun of him. And he's a, a good sport too, because they take a lot of they take a lot of a lot of um, jokes at his expense. You know, he goes for it. Boom! Hello, guys, baby. I don't know if LA is this fun. I mean, excuse me, New York is this fun, but that man, like, they do a really good job of making uh, uh, New York seem super fun. Look at all the stuff that they're getting done in one night, right? You also see the little nice contrast of their uh, of their personalities. I don't know, guys. This is great. If I was gonna write a rom com, I would want the dynamic to be this explosive. Wow. These two just do a really good job of bouncing off of each other. We haven't really even gotten to the rom-com at all. We're still like in the the base layer. Again, this is still. A woman trying to get a man to get to do a job, to take a job. That's all we're doing. So, even the base layer. What I'm trying to say, even the base layer is fun. Google. Come on, what do you think about the job? Actually, I didn't ask him. 
Well, then you must know what he'd say. They're getting, and she's getting kind of personal. She's getting kind of intimate. to go with my gut and that he'd be proud of me no matter what I did. Sounds like a really great man. Yeah, he is. Hey, do you want to see something really cool? I always want to see something really cool. What do you want? What? Okay. Uh, only place in the city you can actually see the stars. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. I know. I like to come up here to think. Just when it gets a little too much for me down there, it's like it's like my New York version of a mountaintop. Okay, I'm gonna say it now. No cell reception. There's a little uh, getting a little inappropriate. <laughs> this is this is starting to feel like a date. Actually, never really taken anyone up. Right? It's starting to get really intimate and personal. Also, why would there be no cell reception at the top of a building? I figured that the cell reception would be immaculate up there. Because there's nothing to block it. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe it's higher than the towers or something. I don't know. But Oh, gosh. Maybe that, is that a thing? If you're above a, if you're above a cell phone tower, maybe you have no reception. Poor Empire State Building folks. I've been to the Empire State Building. What am I saying? I had great reception. This movie's a lie. So, um, a quick little time thing. Some of you may not be aware of me about have remembered this, but in uh, the early aughts. Uh, there were these things called flash mobs and flash mobs were all the rage it was like always trending and people in the news always talked about it it was such like a big fun thing flash mobs were when people would choreograph dances and then do them in public and it would seem spontaneous it would see you know it's like a musical literally it's like a musical you know how you're just hanging out and then everybody starts dancing uh, it's like that but uh, obviously, real life flash mobs. They used to make like Facebook groups for them. They used to have like Eventbrite invites. So like, this this is not uh, spontaneous. The people were people had to rehearse this for months to get this to work. Anyways. That's pretty fun. Uh, not not the flash mob. That sounds fucking lame as hell. But. Um, uh, it would seem like a fun idea to find out when or where there is a flash mob and then take a date there. Oh, your boy's taking notes now. I'm going to figure that out. Whenever the world gets recovered again, whenever we're all able to go out and whenever flash mobs make an inevitable comeback. Ooh, taking a girl. Hey, you want to take a walk? Let's just take a walk here. And then all of a sudden everybody starts dancing. That'll be fun. <laughs> I love that they just clap along. Super fun. Here he goes again. And here's another fun cameo from fucking Hero. <laughs> Obviously, like a real life take that this writer just had to like squeeze in there. <laughs> 
I'm glad he did though. That's kind of like a nice little snapshot. See what I mean? Like, they really like shit on these moments, right? Like the whole rom-com cliche of like, wow, here I am in a, in a brand new city. Like in real life, it's like, no, no, no. You don't get, the whole world doesn't revolve around you. Don't, you know, don't pause, don't stop. Get the, get the fuck out of my taxi, right? So I do enjoy, again, that's a kind of like the prevalence tone this movie, which is what makes it so fun and young and hip. And then this is kind of fun thing. I don't know what he does. I don't know why they give him such a fancy title, but check out this. I love this. Uh, Interaction. I've read your Check articles. this out. Love your writing. No, just trying to keep it real, Z's. Listen, I'd love to take you out one night and troll for cock. <laughs> you got some pretty boys out there in LA. Not that. I mean, I, lo I love how that's kind of just so casual because it's just like, guys, this is just his character. They don't make a big deal of it. Oh, I'm not gay, Tommy. Really? But check out this part. Art director. No skin. More pipe for me. By the way, doing a piece on racism in hockey. Love to get your concepts on the font. I'm thinking Helvetica, but I could be persuaded to curry your new. But what the fuck do I know? I'm just a sports editor. Okay, so here's the, here's what I have to say. I don't know what the hell a art director does. And like the joke that I would make, right, is like it's almost it's almost condescending. Like, oh, hey, font boy. Hey, need some help on the font. What's the font I should use? Um, but uh, uh, she, what was she saying? I'm so distracted. This movie has so many things going on. I got in touch with a guy who puts flash mobs together. You thinking about using them for guerrilla advertising? Taking something so pure and commercializing it. Maybe I found the right guy. Here I am. So fun. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, yeah, like. Guys, I don't know what an art director does. Let's be honest. You don't know what an art director does. So, like, it's just, it's reduced to fonts, which is fun. Um, he's doing, like, marketing stuff. Like, guys, let's stop talking about Justin Timberlake's job. Because if we do, it's going to upset me. We're never going to zero in on it. It just seems to be this really obscure job that deals with fonts. Nice doing business with you, Dylan Harper. Hey, I was thinking of getting some so check this out. Here's, here's where the fun begins. Are you asking me out? Well, I, I'm not asking you. I'm asking you to show me a right now. Their business relationship is over. The transaction is over. You signed the paperwork. No, I'm not asking you. Now it's time to. There you go, JT. You don't have to be so mean about it. I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't. Guy, <laughs> yeah, you're such a girl. Come on, it's my treat. So was it an easy move? Stop living my dad. No. My sister gave me some shit. But, um, timing was right. Timing was really right. <laughs> what a photo. She's great. <laughs> Loves John Mayer. I don't know if you guys ever saw co set contact photos, but why the heck would you set that photo? Also convinced she can cure me of my emotional unavailability. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, look at this. They're getting, they're getting, like, into the heart of it. They're getting into the heart of this relationship. So this is where they kind of sum up the dynamic. She just hangs up. John fucking Mayer. <laughs> what a what a thing to say or do about a a breakup. That's so. It's fun. At the end of the day, it's fun. Love the tone of this uh, movie. Do people from New York really hate LA people that badly? Because I'll say this: people from LA don't hate New Yorkers. Well, maybe because they're better than us. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe there's like a superiority, inferiority things. We like them and they don't like us because they're better than us. That was a fun friend montage. Really effective. She emailed him a photo. Lieutenant Cal is a West Coast street artist I got into about five years ago. His postmodern interpretation. This shit is amazing. I know, right? I love this runner too. This is a really fun runner. Again, this thing is like poking fun at the rom-com, so there is kind of like this ongoing rom-com that they they watch. Why do all these taxi cab music? so that you know how to feel every single second. I'm heartbroken. I'm getting married to the man of my dreams. I'm sneaking through an office. Bryce, how did you know I was at Grand Central Station? You're not. You're in Los Angeles, but this movie was shot. I know you better than you know yourself. Man. Susie across the hall told me. Jason Siegel and Rashida Jones, they should have done more rom-coms. I love that sunsets make you cry. And I don't care if you failed your A lot of people should have made more rom-coms. Mila Kunis should have made more rom-coms. Justin Timberlake should have made more rom-coms. I don't know what it is about actors. They just like they make one rom-com and then they're kinda out. God, I wish my life was a movie sometimes. You know, I'd never have to worry about my hair. We're having to go to the bathroom. And then, when I'm at my lowest point, some guy would chase me down the street, pour his it's heart foreshadowing, out, guys. And kiss. Happily ever after. Foreshadowing. 
That's another thing. That's, that's like the uh, kind of the trick of a lot of these rom-coms. I mentioned a lot of rom-coms are really self-reflexive and they always try to like be critical of it. But when, they criti- when they're critical of it, it ends up foreshadowing what's going to happen in the rest of the movie. Almost like a, 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 a premonition coming true or like a prophecy. And then um, how far are we into this? I want to mention again, we've like guys, the, the, the rom-com hasn't even really officially started yet. This is like the end of the first act. So this is when we're actually going to get to it. But look at how many rom-com beats you already got so far, right? I love it. It's jam-packed. But check this out, this conversation. These two people criticizing the opposite gender, criticizing dating, talking honest sex. Guys, this is what a true sex comedy is. It's just a game. You shake hands, you get on with your shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You want more beer? Mm-hmm. How could these two just be friends, right? Look how, look how hot these two people are. Jamie. Yeah. Let's play tennis. What? Let's have sex like we're playing tennis. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Don't laugh. There it is, and here's this a justification. Could this could take all the weirdness out of it. Well, we talked about this. I don't like you like that. I don't like you like that either. That's why it's perfect. <laughs> I don't even know if I find you attractive. That's cute. So, anyways, this is. Of course, these two find each other attractive, right? All right. So here's what I need to talk about now. This is this is my thesis. This is my whole thing about no strings attached and friends with benefits and stuff like that. Guys, there's no problem here. This is literally how millions of healthy relationships naturally start they make it seem like it's such a big deal like oh my gosh can they do this was there any turning back there's nothing wrong with this this is this is natural this is this is the way most romances start either you're physically attracted to each other and then you get an emotional attachment or there's an emotional attachment and then you end up getting physically attracted to each other you know what i mean like that's all it is that's like the formula like i, I mean personally i don't think there's any other thing to it like each other emotionally and like each other physically. What are you doing? Maybe that's a that's a relationship. So all it is is that these two have the one half and then they're gonna get the other half later. They're physically attracted to each other and then they slowly develop an emotional attachment. So like nothing's there's no problem here. I do like this fun little bit with the iPads. That gag is good today. You know what I mean? <laughs> that bag, that that gag has stood the test of time. We stay friends. Swear. 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 So here it is. They're gonna have sex, and they're gonna stay friends. Okay. Hmm. So I guess we should just start. Okay. <laughs> I'll start. You know what's interesting? Other tennis. I don't understand why less emotional. The bedroom has better light. These two we're just friends, I don't have to be insecure. I don't know why people get so awkward when they're first having sex for the first time. There's nothing to be insecure. When they start for getting in- intimate, like you see that is way too emotionally supportive and you need to just lock that. Like this head. I love this move here. It just goes for it. Like but your ass is a little bony. Much better. 
My nipples are sensitive. Why aren't people oh, this forthcoming? Forthcoming about sex. It's very refreshing to see this, and that's what kind of makes it fun. And baby, if I tell you, did I tell you, or did I tell you, man? Justin Timberlake, much better shape than Ashton Kutcher. And some issues. Great, because feet gross me out. Daddy issues. Great. You know, he knew he was going to get shirtless, and he prepared for that shirtless scene. I can work with that. I think we're going to see some... Uh, there it is, man. I don't know if that's a butt double or what, but Justin Timberlake, they at least got a better butt double. How about that? I don't know if that's his butt or not. Go for a run. Lord, are we getting too old for this? <laughs> sex? No, casual sex. Just, I don't know. Feels a little college Oh, I could sing some Third Eye Blind. Okay. They even... I mean, that's like what it is. It's casual sex that becomes romantic. So I don't know why they're so... I don't know, guys. This is like a nothing happens movie. It's still fun, guys. This is like jam-packed, like I said. Jam-packed with beats, jam-packed with good jokes, really quippy. Fun joke about... Uh, a lot of fun, like, gags within the sex scene. Like, this is a fun sex scene. I don't say... Like, I, 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 I don't say that lightly, you know? It's a very fun sex scene. This sex montage, so much better than any other sex montage. Sex comedy. I think I mentioned this before. Every sex comedy is a rom-com. That every rom-com is a sex comedy. So this one's really having fun with the whole sex comedy of it. Great commentary about sex. It's It's kind of a crime that uh, Yeah, Justin Timberlake, right? This Grammy Award winning singer And all he does is do He just has a, a, a Bad rendition of that uh, Closing time song And I love this too, by the way Great representation of sex Not every single sex has to be uh, Sex doesn't always have to be penetrated But look at that Right? He gives her oral pleasure. She gives him oral pleasure. I love it. That's great. Go for it. Good representation. It's fucking weird. Well, he just sneezed and then she fucking kisses him. You know it. It's fucking weird. You're gonna catch his cold. Whatever. Yeah, you can just totally tell, right? Like, I'm living in a post-COVID world. They're living in a pre-COVID world. <laughs> so there we go, guys. That was our first sex scene, and uh, that's our first act. Now we know that what's going on. It's these two people, and it's just, no, like I said, no, so chill. No, no, it's too easy, too predictable. Go with Sean. He's stylish, transcendent of sport, has an ass like a kumquat. I hear he's kind of a jerk. No, he's not. You just threatened by him because he's the greatest snow sport athlete in the universe and he gets more squirrel than an oak tree. Dylan, Jamie Wellis is in the lobby for you. Okay, thanks. Let's hit this after lunch, okay, guys? Why is the art director tomorrow, deciding who the cover is, right? Like, that's something for the editor-in-chief. I don't know what... Okay, I need to stop talking about his job. It always upsets me when they talk about his job or they show parts of his job. So here's just two friends getting lunch, which I don't know about you guys, is not a thing. I I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I'm, I'm maybe I'm just a big loser. But I don't really get lunch with friends. 
I get lunch with coworkers, or maybe if I had a friend that works, you know, like one building down, we might get lunch together. But okay, so I would never happens, stop by someone's office to it. get exactly. lunch. No, no, exactly. I mean, it is so not me. I totally agree. Let's forget it happened. Right. Oh, great. I mean, look, I, I've had my night stands. We both have had. And I kind of I like this too. Like they bail. Like this movie's quick. It's rapid. So they kind of they bail out of this relationship real quick with this. I love this kind of fun little side uh, side plot here. I was gonna call you this morning. So they get, they're very self-aware. I love this. Really smart characters. Sick of seeing dumb people like make dumb decision after dumb decision. What are you, my fucking therapist now? No, I'm a friend who knows that every time you curse, you blink. Like your body's rejecting the word. It does not. Fuck you. Blinked. No, I didn't fucking blink. Blinked again. Shit. Ah, didn't blink. Shit, you're okay with. It was stupid. Yes. We're friends. Let's stay yes. friends. Yes, this. I don't want to lose this. Me neither. Great. Fantastic. Portrait for the lovely couple. It doesn't have to be a problem. You know what the problem... <laughs> I love that portrait. Uh, you know what I think it is? The problem is that, that they should just date, but they won't. Because he says he's emotionally unavailable. She says she's emotionally damaged, but they should just be boyfriend and girlfriend. They're great friends. They have great sexual chemistry. Guys, she, he's on a, they're both on lunch breaks. And they haven't had anything to eat yet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jeez. These two talk too much, though. <laughs> During sex. Check it. A lightning bolt? 18. One of superpowers. Yeah. You know why? It's because they have. It's because they're getting to know each other. It's because they really like each other. Make you gay. Are you sure about this? Are you? No. How's your day? Mm, talking through sex. Asking. Look, this is totally relationship shit. This, this is like the, just like a really good, perfect, ideal couple. Honestly, this is like a really good couple. He sneezed right in her face. Just kidding. So that means you're just sneezing on her. <laughs> you're just straight sneezing on her. Yeah, it's all right. To be honest, I feel a little emasculated. A naked girl is lying on top of you and you feel emasculated? A little bit. You do know what that word means, right? Yes, I know what it means and I feel it. Okay, all right, you big baby. Tiny fire drill. Okay. Go. Oh. 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 Do you feel manly now? I do. I love this. Okay, put it in. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. That is his butt, right? That's gotta be his butt. Great butt, JT. <laughs> By the way, this is, I think this is kind of weird and kind of gross, too. Like, I guess the human body's human body. What's going on in there? You know we gotta do what we gotta do, but like. No, actually. It's like two lanes of traffic merging into one. It takes If time. he's peeing, he's gonna get urine uh, on his urethra or whatever. Or on pooping. 
Uh, anyway, she's gonna get urine in her vagina. Is what I'm trying to say, guys. Like, guys, uh, I'm all for sex. I'm very pro-sex. I'm very sex positive. I'm very anti-UTI. I'm very anti-yeast infection. I'm very anti-unsanitary sex conditions. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so yeah, get it done. Yeah. Pee. Yeah. But also the way when he's peeing like that, there's splashing. There's for sure splashing. Oh. There's splash. Did you wash your hands? Against the bowl, all practice? over his penis. Don't just wash your hands, like Jesus Timber. Like wash your dick too, please. Hammies are killing me. Why would you keep bananas in the fridge? It dries them out. It doesn't. They have a peel. It's not armor. Air still gets in. Do you want a banana or not? What the hell does that mean? Where the hell? Bananas. There's air everywhere. There's air in the fridge. There's air outside the fridge. Where are you supposed to put your bananas? That's. I like to drink my yogurt. You're a time saver. Ridiculous. you could use that time to shave your Your whiskers are like knives. Now see. These two are bickering like a couple, by the way. I love this, guys. Trust my body. I can tell you. If any guys, there, there, okay. I guess I, I think I know what this movie's about. They're in a relationship without the title. They're boyfriend and girlfriend. A pretty, a pretty, you know, pretty good one at that. But I love Patricia Clarkson. I don't know what you're doing. She's, I love Patricia Clarkson. She's great. Jamie, baby, I miss. Oh, baby. Ah, did your boobs get bigger? Mom, I'm over here. Oh, hey, baby. Oh, no, they didn't. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, Vicky turned out to be a total lombard. L O M B A R D, lots of money, but a real dullard. Victor, her fiance. Ex fiance. What happened? Nothing. He was just blah. I mean, nice, but it was like talking to dirt. I woke up one day and I said, Lorna, I'm Lorna. <clears throat> Dylan. I said, Lorna, this is not your bliss. Just because you're 39. 48. It doesn't <laughs> He's not an insurance claim, so I caught the first plane off the island. Cleveland's not an island. Oh. Baby, it is. Anyway, here I am. It's so Fuck, she's such a good actress. She's taking, taking like all this great dialogue and fucking just chewing it up. I love it. That was a better time. Also, by the way, they're dating. This not the title. But no complications. Great. Okay, well that's technically, I guess, what this is. That's exactly what this is. So my daughter is just your slam piece? No, no, I'm the, a slam piece. <laughs> just kidding. Slam away. Have fun. I think this is great. The only thing is it takes you off the market. But what the hell? The whole reason you go to the market is to buy the produce, which you already got. Oh. <laughs> it's so good to see you, baby. I'm only going to be here a few weeks. I'm starving. You got any gin? Uh, it's in the kitchen. You got to go. Is she wearing Axe body spray? I don't know. Bananas in the refrigerator? What are you, Puerto Rican? That is terrible, Mother. Just joking. Your dad was Puerto Rican. What? You said that he was Greek. Potato, potato. Okay. Well, not... Come, just go. Just go. Well, I'll just put these on, on the bike? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was nice to have met you. And your pants are coming off. Mom! Mom, please! You know what's interesting, by the way? I just want to say this, too, about these rom-coms. Or, or, like, rom-coms about friends or whatever. Like, Woody Harrelson's kind of like this pseudo rom-com best friend character, but he doesn't need a rom-com best friend. Because guess what? 
Mila Kunis is his rom-com best friend. You know what I mean? He gives him like some advice, but I don't know. The, like this is a big ensemble, and I'm glad we have this big ensemble. And you know, Woody Harrelson's great. I just don't know if we need this guy. I guess you need someone for him to say this shit. Like you know, you, this doesn't work, guys. What do you know about women anyway? Dude, I've turned down more tales than you'll ever have. Yeah, bro, you're gay. But the offers still keep rolling in naturally. Look at me. And hey, I love women. They're beautiful, majestic, mysterious, mesmerizing creatures. Smart, empathetic, far superior to men <laughs> in every way. And if I had a choice, I would be with women to my dying day. But me likes cops, so I'm strictly dickily. So it's always just about sex then no i've been in love i went down that rabbit hole you know what i discovered it's not who you want to spend friday night with it's who you want to spend all day saturday with feel me felix yeah but then it's every saturday for the rest of your life it's okay you don't get it it's no big deal but you will one day this guy's giving him really, really healthy advice. I don't know. Like, it, it's so weird. It's just, it's two successful, attractive young leads who should just get together, and they're just not. I don't get it. I can font again. See what I mean? It's so condescension. Condescending, too. Like, wow, Times New Roman? That's inspired. Thanks. Times New Roman, the most boring, gener generic font ever. Taking no ferry. Unless it's out to dinner and a show. Bam. Hey, and the mom is kind of also. Like a rom-com best friend, I think. I don't know. It's just surprising. I always thought you were a true love kind of girl. And then she's gonna give him, give her advice too. There's like no conflict, guys. And every year since, I'm just, it's, I'm flattered actually. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. It's just surprising. There, done. It's, there we go. Okay. Actually, that's kind of a little bit bad writing because why would she give advice that she doesn't herself follow? July 4th, let's you and me go away together. No men, no bullshit, just mother-daughter, like a Nora Ephron movie. When was the last time we spent a full weekend together? When I was eight that time in Vermont, we got snowed in with a ski instructor. Dimitri. Bill. He reminded me a lot of your father. Dark curls, olive skin. Cold War accent. My father was Russian? I don't remember. But what I do remember is we drank a lot of vodka and shot a lot of guns. Mom, this Who's Your Daddy game is getting really old. I know I haven't been the best mother in the world. I'm sorry, were you waiting for me to jump in? Come on. Go away with me. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay, we'll do it. Ooh. It'll be fun, yeah? Ah. <sighs> <gasps> I was trying to bond. It was either this or snip glue. <sighs> Sorry about my mom. I 
thought she was funny. Oh, yeah, she's you know what, guys? I'm gonna, I might have to repeal what I said. Uh, I saw this like two weeks ago, and I really enjoyed it because I hadn't seen it in so long. But now, this is a slower, this kind of slows down a bit because it's kind of the same thing for the last 20 minutes where it's just like, let's just have sex. But we're just friends. Let's just have sex. Let's just have friends. We're just friends. Let's have sex. Let's just, we're just friends. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning. So here's where they're that actually makes sense right here. Uh, casual friends with benefits end. So their the benefits come to an end and they're just yes. gonna be friends. Okay. You're buying. What? But which is weird. They should just date each other. I don't get that. She's like, I think we should start dating again. Oh. <clears throat> it's a little illogical. I don't know why they don't just agree to date each other. So this is the end of this. I guess so. But it's good. I guess they're afraid, maybe? You're afraid to lose the friendship? How did we manage to actually stay friends? Yep. Yeah. Are they going to stay friends? I don't know. Okay, so what is your type anyway? Oh, no, I don't have a type. It's more about what's inside. <laughs> oh, please. Okay. What about her? Uh, yeah, I could get to know her inside. She's reading a book. It's probably Nicholas Sparks. I'm going to go talk to her. What? You mean what? I said we were on a date again. I'm gonna go talk to her. Now? Here in front of all of these people? I said I was gonna rape her. I said I was gonna go talk to her. <laughs> I wonder if she's jealous. They're definitely playing it off like she's jealous, the characterization of it. Well, Which you don't awesome. get jealous of if they were That's really true. friends. Belgian. Oh, explains the reading. I showed her where the balcony was because that's where she is meeting up with her husband. Oh. <laughs> Anniversary trip to New York. Three kids. Christoph, Carlina, and Pepin. <laughs> Shut up. Why are you still laughing? At least I gave it a shot. Oh, fine. I'll and I love this next scene, by the way. This is... I mean, look, I, I, I don't want to say... Whatever. I'll just say it. Obviously, it's a generalization, and obviously, this isn't going to apply to everybody, but women have such a higher, would have a much higher percentage rate of success. Um, like, you know what I mean? Like, for, I guess what I'm trying to say, for Justin Timberlake to hit on a girl, a random girl like that, we can all agree, like, mm, I don't know if that's going to work out, you know, maybe 50 50. Um, for Mila Kunis to do it, Probably, you know, I don't know what it would be, but it might be better than 50 50. Okay, his name is Parker. And how did she get all this information in that quick of a conversation? And I have a date this Saturday. But here she is, she's successful. Why'd you, uh, why'd you wave to me? Oh, I told him you were my gay best friend, so he wants to set you up with his brother. College. Med school. And I haven't slept since. This is, but this is so similar now that I think about it to No Strings Attached because Natalie Portman also, you know what I mean? Like, she, like, it's, they, they, they always characterize the female lead as the one with more options as opposed to the uh, uh, man having more options. Although I got a warning a lot of cancer doctors, big assholes. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, and brain surgeons, huge perverts. So they're doing this. Look at that. <laughs> hey. Thank you. When can I see you again? 
She's fun. What a great. By the way, this is Brian Greenberg. He's one of my favorite, more or not favorite. That's too strong. He's an actor that I uh, really admire. He's an actor that I think is really good. He doesn't do as much as I wish he would do. Um, he's done a lot of rom coms though, but like he does, he's not like a rom com lead. Let me see. He's done Bride Wars. Uh, oh, I guess that's all he's done. <laughs> what? Uh, already tomorrow in Hong Kong. I don't know. Uh, he, he's dude. Dude, dude, could, could, dude could get it. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, in the rom com world, dude, dude should be able to to get more more roles. Or I hope he does. Anyways. But I kind of like this too. So they're going a couple dates. This is a really fat, quick montage. I didn't even realize this. But she throws in this. Uh, she throws in this five-date rule. Look at this guy. Look at this fool's acting. Look at this guy's face. Remember that reaction. Listen, I know this is probably Remember that uh, that that enigmatic reaction. What a good actor. Would you like to come get a beer? Ah, good. No, it's not a gay bar, and there'd be just as many hot girls as hot guys. You know what? I will come out. All right, let's find you a lady. You're still not gay, right? Nope. Oh, okay. They missed out on a different type of joke there. I, I, don't, uh, I think it's weird that he's pestering Justin Timberlake. Are you gay now? Are you gay now? Uh, I think it would have been more funny if it's like, you know what? I will come out. And then he would have been like, oh, I've been waiting for this. You know, that would have been a much more fun joke. I don't get this. <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. I don't see anything wrong with this. I don't think that this is making her look bad at all. How great you are. Right, Justin Timberlake's like, oh, she's so weird. She's so awkward. I'm like, there's nothing weird going on here. You're just being a little bit of a. Okay, that's a little weird. <laughs> look at that arm, baby. Hey. Who the fuck is Annie? So jealous. My sister. Better be. I'll cut her. <laughs> of course I'm coming. Yeah, I'm taking the fourth off, so I'll be there for three days. Could you imagine your agent giving me that call? Hey, I got you this fun role in in a rom-com, big Hollywood movie. How's that? You're gonna Anywhere? sniff the shit out of Justin Timberlake's armpit. Tell him I said hi. Bye, banana. This is like Justin Timberlake in his prime too. This is like right before Future Sex Love Sounds. No, 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 it's after really? Future Sex Love Sounds. It's before um, whatever the other one was called, the, the suit and tie one. God. Twenty twenty, I think it was called. So anyways, check this out, guys. They had the sex. They had it. Fifth fifth date. <laughs> I love that her ringtone is um 
that song. What a weird phone uh, Hold on. Just contact photo too. Everybody has such serious phone uh, uh, phone contact photos. They're like headshots. They just use each other's headshots. Oh, uh, sorry. Hold on. I was out pretty late last night. When I got in, you and your girlfriend were on the couch, so I just crashed in your bed. He's not a girl. He smells like a girl. You smelled him? I want to buy marshmallows. What did you say? From Mom Talk this weekend, I, I want to do a campfire. Guys, you can have sex wherever you want, but if your mom is staying with you, if your mom, you know, is crashing on your couch, why would you, in turn, have sex on the couch? You know, like, just logically speaking, like, you, you can get, yeah, that's a huge New York apartment. Uh, but look, you can have sex wherever you want, guys. But I'm just saying, they should have had sex in the bedroom so that the mom could be in the couch. Oh, what's up? Do you think guys care more about global warming Anyways. or how to wear white pants to a cookout? Well, that depends. This dude's the art director and he's asking a recruiter how to do his no. job? Ski's low. I'd still go with pants to a cookout. Yeah, me too. How's your boy Parker? I love that Sony sponsorship. Yeah, he's still looking up at trees, but um, this time it's actually in my apartment. Fifth date already? Maybe. I don't know if Justin Timberlake had sex last night with the armpit girl. Lady never tells. I know, that's why I'm asking you. But check it out. Homeboys trying to make a run for it. You have a great trip in LA and call me when you land. So this is such a, I'll get to this part now. Like this dude just want to sleep with her. And he was willing to put in his five dates to have sex with her. I think five dates is an appropriate amount of time to wait to have sex with someone. But, like, this really captures what dating is like nowadays, you know? It's so tough nowadays. And Mr. Cancer Doctor here doesn't want to be her Prince Charming. I guess here's my point. How is how is what 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 separates them and Justin Timberlake, or what distinguishes them from them and Justin Timberlake? You know? Oh, we should have taken a a break uh, a break there. We'll take a break soon. Um, but yeah, like like uh uh uh. They should. Thank you. So needy. Like I don't know why couldn't you say like I I wasn't looking any serious either. Like I just want to be casual, just have friend uh, stay friends. Did you do one on me? Maybe it's because she liked him. And I think that's the weird thing. Maybe she likes this guy. She doesn't like Justin Timberlake. Maybe it took some time to like, oh, I don't really know. I only know a facade of Justin Timberlake. I don't really know what he's really like. So I'm going to, you know, stay friends with Justin Timberlake because I don't see a future potential with him. Let's just be friends, you know? And let's just have sex. Like, you're a hot dude I had no future with. Let's go for it. But Brian Greenberg was like, oh, you're a hot dude I do see a future with. So then you get emotionally invested, so maybe. Kelly, street arts we talked about? They got to do something for you. F-tale, fairy tale. I know you're into that girly shit. This is... This is so cool. No, this is dating stuff now. This is getting it's into really uh, flirting yeah. relationships. That's a boyfriend move, right? Get her a gift. Hey, that's, a, that's a love language, guys. She's giving gifts. He's, he's giving her love language. Subway. I don't want to get rolled. No problem. All right. So let's go ahead and pause after this they're, shot. They're disgusting. <laughs> so I guess the dynamic's still there. Okay, get ready to pause. Okay, we'll pause right there. Okay, so uh, that has been a little bit more than half of Friends with Benefits so far. Let's go ahead and take our break, 
And when we get back, we are going to wrap up the second half. All right. So see you in a bit. Right, so let's go ahead and recap the first half of Friends with Benefits. Uh, it's been really fun. It's been really zippy. Lots of things going on. Uh, lots of good dialogue and lots of good uh, character interactions. But honestly, now that I think about this and I've had a chance to digest this, not a lot plot-wise going on. But let's go ahead and try our best. So <clears throat> Justin Timberlake plays Dylan. He is a L.A.-based graphic designer, I think, some type of uh, design person digital designer, and then um, uh, Mila Kunis is a uh, executive recruiter. Uh, so uh, Justin Timberlake flies out to New York from Los Angeles uh, to take an interview with GQ to be the new art director, uh, and Mila Kunis kind of helps uh, sell the job and sell New York by taking him out on a you know tour of uh, New York. It's very classic, really fun. Those, you know, it's a classic rom-com beat. Let me take you on a tour of the city. Let me show you the city my way. So they end up uh, becoming friends. He ends up taking the job, moving to New York. And since he doesn't know anybody, they end up hanging out. Uh, they make it really clear that they want to be friends. They want to try to keep it uh, platonic, which I guess is like Plato. It's just a emotional love. So they end up um, hanging out and uh, getting along just great. But then they kind of have this moment of realization where uh, Mila Kunis says that she's emotionally damaged. Uh, 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 Justin Timberlake says that he's emotionally unavailable. But they want to have sex, you know, because they're horny. Because they're both attractive young people in New York. Why shouldn't they be having sex? So they make an agreement. Why don't we have sex with each other? We should be having sex. We're both attractive. We're both you know, adults, let's just have sex. Um, but they're still really good friends and they want to make sure that they preserve that friendship. So they start having sex and they have a lot of sex and they have about 20 minutes worth of sex in the film. Um, but then uh, 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 Mila Kunis's mom, played by the, you know, the great Patricia Clarkson, stops by and tells, you know, the mom's kind of like the the original trauma for, for Mila Kunis. So to be kind of surrounded by her mom again, she's like, you know what? I don't want to be like my mom. Uh, I want something that's going to last. I think I'm ready to start dating again. And Justin Timberlake's like, okay, fine. You, you can start dating again. So then she starts dating some dude played by Grant Greenberg. It's going great. So they have uh, sex and then he, he ditches her. And now she's feeling what she's trying to avoid, right? She doesn't want to have this whole like uh, uh, emotional attachment and getting hurt thing. So... Um, now she's upset. And that's honestly all that's happening. That's where we're at. And that's where we're going to pick up right now. So, um, yeah, they are uh, friends again. It's gonna, like, he's trying to help her lick her wounds um, after that breakup. So the timestamp I have is 57 minutes, 45 seconds. 57, 45. We're going to resume again together in five, four, three, two, one play all right so here's a, a gif that he got her to cheer her up Billy Kunis is supposed to go on this uh, trip with her mom I think it's Labor Day weekend or, or 4th of July or, or something like that and you can see that uh, the mom has rever re regressed I think that's what it's called she slid she slid back in with uh, her boyfriend that she left earlier. So again, like I said, the mom's like the source of her original trauma. 
And now we're going to jump into the second half, guys. I love it. This movie... I'm glad we took that break. It kind of cuts it directly in half. So, first half was all sex. Second half is now all emotion, baby. If you've been waiting for some emotional beats, or you're waiting for some, like, you know, romance, here it comes. So, to help cheer her up, he invites her over to L.A., and it's a nice flip, because it's, first half's all been about Justin Timberlake being a fish out of water. Now it's going to be her out of place in Los Angeles. And, guys, spoiler alert. <laughs> Los Angeles is great. So look at what he just did. This dude just bought her a uh, uh, plane ticket from New York to Los Angeles. I, guys, I don't fly very often, but I'm going to say that's one of the most expensive tickets you can get, right? Like, that's definitely not a cheap ticket, New York to L.A. L.A. so nice. So, um, uh, 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 that's a big grand gesture for him to do that. You don't do that for just a friend. He's doing it for someone he enjoys. Like she, he, he, you know, really likes her. So there you go. Planes pretty much land themselves. Nobody cares. You sound like an asshole. She's from New York. I'm sorry. So nice little switch, right? Earlier, everyone's like cussing up a storm in New York. Here in LA, we care if you use bad language. Right. <laughs> this looks normal. I hate this parking job. By the way, <laughs> just crossed the lane. Wow, you grew up here? That was my grandfather's. He bought it when there was nothing else here. My dad, and my sister, and her son live here now. What? Why would you move to New York? He's conned by some headhunter. <laughs> You're here, Demi. Hey, Uncle Dylan. What's up, buddy? Look at that little kid from Modern Family. Have you guys seen him lately? That dude's like a monster now. He's huge. It's like six something. But look, he used to be this sweet little kid. I'm sorry, I don't smoke. Let's pretend he's a magician. Of course, I'll have a cigarette. Smoking is great for you. So yeah, he's meeting the fa she's meeting the family, you know. Surprised he didn't. Um, there you go. Burn himself. Hey guys, get ready. This is great. The great uh, Dharma, Jenna Elfman. This one has intimacy issues. I know. Dylan. Dad. Dylan. And then here's Richard Jenkins. Guys, Richard Jenkins, if I could be an actor, this is the dude that I would want to have, like his career. This dude is renowned for being a, a, a really strong dramatic actor. But he's also freaking hilarious. You'll see. He's like really funny in this, but he's also like in Step Brothers. So like, Duke can bring the heat in both both realms, right? You thought you know those two drama masks. You have one that's like sad and 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 one that's laughing. This fool's got both masks in his uh, pocket. So he's uh, got Alzheimer's. Usually a very tragic thing, but uh, again. Jamie. How do you balance a character like that? <laughs> yeah, Richard Jenkins. Pantsless. What's with the pants? He doesn't like them anymore. It's getting worse. It's so good to have you here. Go show her the beach. 
Let me show you the beach. Come on. Oh, it's Sandy. Get all okay. messed up. If you've never been to Los Angeles, you've never been to the West Coast, don't waste your time at the beach. Well, actually, I take that back. I'm pretty sure I, I say that because I've had the beach. I've gone to the beach so many times, I kind of don't care for it. But obviously, if you've never been to the beach, you should go. But if you've been to one beach, if you've seen one, you've seen them all. There's nothing special about our beach. Don't waste your time. There's so much more to see in uh, Los Angeles than just the beach. It's also very cold, guys. Dylan when he was nine. Are those braids? Uh-huh. He was going through a crisscross phase. Remember them? Crisscross, I'll make you. Jump, jump. <laughs> Is that your mom? No, that's Dylan's speech therapist. He had a stutter. It got real bad when he was nervous. Oh, what a rough childhood. His math tutor called it character building. Math tutor? No, we're talking like eight times six equals 1,200. <laughs> So, like, look at this great backstory that we're getting for Justin Timberlake. We went a whole movie without getting this stuff, you know? I would have liked to see some of this stuff sprinkled throughout. Like, maybe at least foreshadowed or hinted. Jimmy, I'll go with your room. Yeah, no, it's perfect. Thank you. But it makes sense, right? Like, he's uh, uh, bad with math, but he's great with art. It adds up. I built a saw a girl in half box, so just be careful on your way to bed. He's not using a real saw, is he? Of course he is. He's magnificent. I'll make sure he brushes his teeth, and you... Don't believe anything she says. He's a liar. I want a sweet guy, right? Sweet uncle. He's a pretty special guy. Yeah, I think so. Jamie. And then check this out. Guys, they're friends, remember? Or are they? Can you come back from being friends? Check this out. Then I realized we were both single again, so. Oopsie. (gasps) Oopsie. (laughs) Dude, no. Why not? That's what you do when you have a girlfriend over, right? When you have a girlfriend over... Just go for it. Look at him. He knows all her tells. So I guess what I'm trying to say is you can't go back. Once you have sex, you can't go back. Because if you're going to have sex with someone like Mila Kunis or Justin Timberlake, why would you stop? Right? Why would you stop unless it's true love? And guess what? These two, they are true love. They're in love with each other. So it makes no sense. This movie has no real conflict other than they don't really know how they feel. I don't know. Emotion Whatever. Support. Before we were sex without emotion, and now we're emotion without sex. Exactly. I just need you to be my friend right now. Okay. So I'll listen to you while you give me a handjob. <laughs> I'm kidding. I got it. Good night. Wait, hold on. Friends can still hang out and, I don't know, listen to music. Listen to music? I'm going to kill Annie. <laughs> I can't believe this is like, I don't know. I didn't like these guys. This is a I scene in the middle of any old rom-com. Like any visit the the family uh, uh, beats would have this, except for no strings attached. They had a weird funeral thing, and then they had a weird my dad is dating my ex girlfriend thing. Horrible. I went as crisscross three years in a row for Halloween. poor kid. I'm not proud of it. Hey, I borrowed one of your books. I hope that's okay. Look at that. They all paid off, like, right away. All those setups. All right? We could have spread it out a bit more. We could have enjoyed it throughout the duration of the movie, but we burn up all those jokes right now. It's like a fun sleepover without the sex. Have you really never brought a girl home before? 
I brought you here. Mm-mm. I mean, like a real girl, not a friend. Cause you special. <laughs> Why don't these two just date already? Separation of church and state. Ah, yes. Build up as many walls as possible. That's really healthy. What are you talking to me about walls? Yeah. What about you and your mom? Couldn't get me out of there fast enough when she walked in on us. That was for your own protection. Okay, I'm just surprised she didn't try to slip you her number or something. Oh, she did. She put it in my phone under Mill. Oh my god. That's cool. We only hooked up like this. <laughs> uh, I'm starting to get a mental image. Oh, I have a video image. Oh, no. Stop. Stop. Ugh. This is wrong. Kiss. Give her a kiss. Smooch her. Nothing. Just glad I met you. Well, knowing you doesn't suck either. Mm. There it is, guys. This is a genuine romance kiss. They're in love. So the movie should just end now. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the movie's like, this is it, guys. The movie should just end. It's over. We're going to stretch it out for another 40 minutes of... But do we? But can we? But are we? I don't know what it is about California and like slow acoustic music and making out, but this is uh, this is the this is this is how it happens, folks. This is how love happens. Ooh, guys, this is not sex. This is not fucking. This is love making. This is passion. This is slow, sensual, tantric. This is. He's gonna put a baby in her. You know? It's a love scene. You guys ever hear too? Oh, we call them sex scenes, it's a love scene. And credits. <laughs> Man, these two have such good chemistry together. I wonder, by the way, guys, um, so, you know, elephant in the room, Ashton Kutcher is now married to Mila Kunis. I don't know how their chemistry is on stage. Well, I do. What am I saying? That 70s show. They have great chemistry. Uh, <laughs> never mind. What I was going to say is I wonder what this would look like if you flipped it around. So if it was Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, I still think a really good movie. And I wonder what it would have been like with Justin Timberlake and Natalie Portman. That would have been interesting. I think she would have been just as uh, kind of stuffy, but I think maybe Justin Timberlake would have been a little bit more, would have brought out, uh, uh, it's also the dialogue. She would need to do this film. She would need to read this script. I love the sweet 
breakfast moment. Okay. Look at Jenna Elfman. She got a secret. That's a weird style of magic. His his style of magic is just like being a butler <laughs> or like a waiter. You know what I mean? I love it. Okay. Even the dad's like, yeah. something's up with these two. Yeah. So I don't know who's falling for who. Based on that look, I think she's kind of falling for him, right? So I think that's what's going on here. Like, he still sees this as sex. He still sees this as physical. But she's ready for more. She wants to, you know, be in a relationship with this dude. Maybe that's what she's thinking, too. A dude invites you over to meet the family, 4th of July. I don't know. What would you think? I would think that they're, you know, out for more. Hey, easy, dude. Don't you go casting a spell on her. A magician, not a wizard. You're your gay Harry Potter. You can't deny that going to Hogwarts wouldn't be life-changing. I miss you. I miss you too, bud. Mom misses you. And so does Grandpa. Just to like really stretching those acting chops. No. Who would have thunk, cool. man? Like nowadays, Justin Timberlake isn't even a musician anymore. He's just straight up an actor. But man, I've been a fan of Justin Timberlake for a long time. You know, from model behavior. What is he doing lately? Another Trolls movie, right? Justin Timberlake started with model behavior. Let me check this dude's record. Uh, acting record. Palmer? What is that? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that. Movie I'm not going to watch. Uh, Wonder Wheel? Anyways. Guy's killing it. If you haven't seen In Time, you should watch In Time. He's good in that. He should do more. This guy should act more. Did you get her an engagement gift? We're not engaged yet. We're not together. We're just friends. Alpha Dog. Guy's got a good resume. And this is uh, this is kind of sad right here. Where is she anyway? She's not here, Dad. I know. That's why I asked. Where is she? She's not coming. She doesn't live with me anymore, Pop. Oh, oh no. What? She left about 10 years ago. I don't understand. She divorced you, Dad. Check out uh, Richard Jenkins. Dad, you can't. Stop telling me what to do. <laughs> and the dude's probably still young, but like, people always freak out when old people fall down. Well, I guess it's pretty dangerous. Well, no. He's not that old. He's not frail or fragile. I could fall down. Nothing. Nobody cares. Well, people do care when I fall down. But maybe, you know what, guys? I take it back. People are just nice, sweet, empathetic people. Not me. When I see someone fall down, I walk the other direction. Gravity has nothing to do with me. I am not involved. What kind of music transition was that? They played like one line of the chorus. 
This movie's very yeah, afraid of, of music, I feel like. It's really tall, right? Yeah. But they don't want you to get up there, so I guess that makes sense. Wait, six times three. Oh, poor kid. What's up? Come on. What, what, where are you going? Jamie, no, 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 wait. They take this shit seriously, okay? Look at all the cameras. This is the only landmark this city has other than the Scientology Center. And if any of these cameras are hooked up to the actual Scientology Center, that was an inappropriate joke, and I apologize. I believe in the freedom of science fiction. <coughs> oh, sorry. Pussy! All this is ringing true, by the way. Like, Hollywood sign is sacred. You're not allowed to come up here. Really dangerous, really illegal. And then Scientology is also very serious. It's fucking. It's taken over. It's scary how many people it's taken over. You never told me about him either. You know, there's a lot of stuff you didn't tell me. I don't want your pity. I can handle anything except a look at people's eyes. That one. Who cares what anybody thinks? He's the smartest man I've ever known. He's the only person I'd ever go to for advice. He's my dad. He's still the same man. When I see the way people look at him now. It doesn't matter how I love this. Look at, look at her connecting with him, oh, helping him, him. Yeah, but he's resolve this pants. internal he's conflict. Staring. Internal conflict, unfortunately, we didn't uh, uh, hint at earlier. You? You know, we're finally going to hit the internal conflict now. Yeah, but it's nice, that's at least. What's what rom-coms need? Try not to. Come on. Is something going on here? You've been acting really weird. No, I haven't. Yeah, you have. Is this about what happened the other night? What, sex? That doesn't mean anything. You know that. Right. And I haven't been acting weird. Okay. You remember how last time I was talking about, uh, no strings attached out. It's like three rom-coms that they just stuffed into one. This is one really good rom-com, but I feel like they are kind of like uh, uh, disorganized. Like they need, they should have mixed his intimacy issues with his dad. Maybe his dad gave him some weird advice, and then same thing with like like. It's good that she helps him resolve that, right? She should help resolve both. She should resolve. Uh, his intimacy issues and his uh, uh, connection with his dad together. And it would have been easy to string it together. You know, maybe, maybe like he doesn't want to leave his dad. Like, I can't get married, like, or I can't get in a relationship at this date. I, at a moment's notice, I need to be able to, like, go visit my mom or my, sorry, visit my dad or whatever, right? Or it's like, you know, my mom just left my dad like that. How, how dare she? I don't trust, I don't want to trust myself to any woman. I can't trust my heart. It would have been an easy fix. So they were almost there. It's still a really good wrong cop still superior what's your problem did you have a fight with your girlfriend she's not my girlfriend why don't you believe me i would believe you if you didn't lie to me i saw you creeping out of her room the other night like you had just had sex if you know what i mean yes i know what you mean you just said it and how do you know what I look like after <laughs> that's I so good i'm not talking to you about this okay we're not together chillin no jenna elfman great justin timberlake older sister by the way like great casting i, I believe her as uh, his older as uh, the older sister <laughs> I'll wait here. Don't worry about me. But, Friends um... Who have sex? What are you in college? This is sad. Some dramatic irony. Because we 
don't like each other like that. Okay, you know what? Can we just talk about this? He doesn't. He shouldn't have said this though, but he what does. What are you looking for? It's weird. I'm looking for anything, Dylan. I don't know, but it's not Jamie. Why? Because you're great together. Because you're actually friends with each other. Because this is the happiest. See what I mean? Like they're perfect for each other. They're supposed to be She's dating. For me. I don't like her like that. You like her enough. But why does he say this? It's just physical. Like playing tennis. I don't even know what that means. He doesn't need to like go for the kill here, but listen to him. He's about to go for the kill. It's a lightning bolt with extra powers. Dylan, you can't name one thing that's wrong with her. I can never go out with her. She's too fucked up. She doesn't want a boyfriend. She's too damaged. Magnum PI couldn't solve the shit going on in her head. Wow. You'll say anything. He went to the kill. Went for the kill, right? Like, but that's all it is. Like, she, I mean, she explicitly told him early on that she's not. Uh, looking for anything serious, so he's just gonna take her at her word. That doesn't mean things haven't changed. And I mean, if he, if he was paying attention, if he was really listening and being a good friend, he would realize that she's changed. That's why you know she dated Brian Greenberg for a while. She is looking for more. And then, really, they could have switched it to make it more about like him being afraid that he's not enough, or afraid that he can't give it to her. Um, I actually got a call from work. I have to be in a red eye. She's bailing. Tonight? Yeah. Oh, tomorrow's the fourth. I know, it sucks. Well, at least let me drive you to the airport. No, 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 it's fine. Stay. I already called a cab. It's out front. But thank you guys for everything. And thank you for letting me stay here. It's been pretty great. Hey. Hmm. Everything okay, buddy? Yeah, buddy. Everything's great. I just, I really gotta go. So, um, thank you again. I'm sorry, I gotta uh, go. Let Dylan drive you. Yeah. Do you want to take some food to go? You want me to sell you in half? What a great family. Your bottom part to New York. Your top half can stay Oh, here. so sweet. <laughs> or the whole of you. They're giving her everything that she's never... Yeah, you know, she hasn't I'm had sorry. that family unit and that stability. I get it. She's scared of it. I get scared of it sometimes, too, myself. But he really tiptoed. He really took his time chasing after her. We should eat. You hungry, buddy? Yeah. Okay. Time to get places. Working rest out. And try and stay out of your head. I see you invent the damnedest things that try and stay out. So now we're gonna get into like this emotional lull. I think every rom-com has it, right? You always have this lull. She's upset with him, he doesn't know why. Or he's upset with her, we don't know why, but we don't know why. We don't that's it. We don't know what's going on. Thanks, man. I think I'm just gonna work through lunch. A work ethic. I love it. That is why this country is still number one. Well, behind Germany and France and Belgium and Japan and China and Thank God for Bangladesh. I don't know if we... That's good commentary. Oh, but 
I don't know why we need this guy. Uh, it was dumb, man. Something I saw in a management book. Oh, right, right. Like, that's how Warren Buffett got rich. He took doors off of things. Hey, everybody wants a shortcut in life. My guidebook is very simple. You want to lose weight? Stop eating, fatty. Listen you to this. You want to make money? Work your ass off, lazy. You want to be happy? Find someone you like and never let him go. That was, if you guys were on Tumblr circa 2011, 2012, so many people retweeted that quote. And it's just honestly like very straightforward advice. It's just very true. It's just like, yeah, that's how you can be happy. <laughs> A weird thing to just supplant into the movie though. But I mean, hey, who am I to judge? It worked. Like I said, everybody was retweeting that. So yeah, um, the Sony stuff, guys, the PlayStation remote, the PlayStation, you know, like motion detectors, it's so, it's so heavy. But anyways, um, this is, this is just going to get a nice, this is going to be really slow for a second. You met him once. Maybe I keep my worlds apart for some crazy reason. Since it's slow, it's going to be a good time to mention, good time to talk about this. Guys, like, this movie and No Three Strings Attached, I think I said this, like, last week, too. It's like, they were, they were like, trying to get in on something trendier, kind of something that was, like, uh, timely. But now, like, looking back, this is not very timely because... This is what dating just looks like now. Like, it's not weird. That's, I guess that's the point. Like, this isn't unusual. This isn't a conflict. This isn't, like, a movie. This is just the way dating works now, you know? You end up meeting people at a bar, at work, through an app, whatever it is. And you end up trying to be friends. You end up trying to, 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 to you know. But also, like, you just have sex, you know? And, and it's, it's a weird way to try to balance both of them. Like I said, it's just having both. It's the finding the balance of both that makes it tough. Because in, in the age when you have so many different options, like you could be physically attracted to someone, but have more options of other people you're physically attracted to. Or you can have an emotional connection with someone, but then you have options of other people you can have an emotional connection to. Like that's the unfortunate thing. A lot of people have a hard time finding the perfect combination. Or at least I do. I shouldn't say a lot of people, but... I would say that's like the big gripe with modern dating. So like you couldn't do this as a movie today because this is just what dating looks like. It'd be like if I wrote a rom-com where it's like set 50 years ago where it's like, oh, it's a rom-com about two kids who meet at college and then they end up dating and then they end up going on a, 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 a couple dates and then he ends up proposing. Like it's just so status quo. You know what I mean? So this is this is... At the time, maybe some groundbreaking stuff, but this movie is just so status quo now. It's how a lot of my uh, dating experiences have gone, you know? You're dancing in this limbo where it's like, are we friends? Are we dating? Are we friends? Are we dating? Are we having sex? Are we friends? Can we go back? I just want to go back now to being friends. That doesn't work. We can't be friends. La, 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 la. So. And then you snuck out of the room. Oopsie, remember that? Are you pissed off at me because I didn't cuddle? So yeah, like, why we started this listen to this. Whole arrangement in the first place. You wanted this. That's kind of I wanted this. Just me. the crux of this all, you know? You are 
You make uh, an arrangement, but you know, the thing about relationships, I think at least what I've gleaned is that they evolve over time. They change over time, right? So at one point they were having sex and then things changed and then they, they try, try to change it again. Like I don't fault him and I don't fault her. Like again, like this is just so real. Some would say, oh, it's so nuanced. It's so complex. Like, no. Okay. Okay. It's a weird addition. It's a weird choice to have a security guard kick him off, but yeah, like this is too real. <laughs> this is too real to be uh, anything. You know how they would say like, okay, like a lot of rom-coms is all like external shit. External factors. This is just, you know how they always say, like, uh, nobody knows relationship better than the people in the relationship, right? Will you marry me? That's all this is. It's just the people in the relationship trying to work their stuff out. There's no right or wrong. There's no winner or loser. There's no reason or rhyme. So, yeah, he's continuing to watch that rom com. And maybe that wrong con was like what convinced him. For some reason, he changes his mind. What do you mean they went to him directly? They don't really explain what makes him change his mind. <laughs> I'm gonna say in no, my no, head no, canon, no. it was I'll watching that wrong con. Right okay. Hey, this is Dylan. But yeah, this is like a huge conflict of interest thing. You don't when you meet with the headhunter or like a recruiter, you don't have an ongoing relationship. But like. Excuse me. May I help you? Uh. Oh, hi. Actually, I don't know how it works in New York. In, in LA, in, in California, it's all at will. You could quit whenever you want. There's no, there's no contracts. One of the models. I have the perfect body for Photoshop. Yeah, this gets more angular. These get longer. This gets way more Christian. So, where did you say it was again? Sports is the last chance we have of bringing our world together, bro. So I just wanted to shoot some photos. This dude's supposed to be a writer, a sports writer. And this dude's art director. What the heck are they doing here? Beautiful. Okay, now put your arms around each other like you like each other, like you love each other. You gay? A little bit. Throw some girls in there. Come on, ladies. Hop to. Girls, girls. Okay, look. Okay, let's go. Boy, girl, boy, Dylan. boy, 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 boy. What are you doing here? You met for another job. leave now? I don't know. Yeah, it took one meeting. I can't believe you. Come here. Oh. Is this your way of getting back at me? What? You know that if you leave before years up, I get screwed. Oh. Off of a commission. It's just a commission. Because all I did was take one meeting. I'll write you a check for your bonus. Whatever it is, I'll pay for it. Happy now? We good? Why didn't you tell me you were looking? Ugh. That's personal. And we're not friends anymore. You made that pretty clear. What are they upset See, about? All I wanted to do was, was, was have sex with you. Remember? Pretend you were the best friend I ever had. Open up to Justin your Timberlake, I'll just say this, guys. He's a great actor. This dude should play more villains. He's really good at like this evil escalation. Remember Social Network? He's really good at playing like those sleazy, sky, uh, slimy guys. They should make put this guy in more movies. And more of those movies should be villain yeah. roles. Just pick him on up. Oh, you little Christ figure you. <laughs> now 
Like, I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure just, I'm not saying just Tindley's a bad guy. He's not saying he's the villain. I'm sure he's just a really good person. Uh, but he is also a, a, look at him. Devilishly handsome dude. This dude should be playing villains. And again, nice acoustic music reminding him of how much he cared about her. They had that whole thing about music earlier. Well, guess what, ya boys? It's five hour flight, three hour time difference, so he gets in at thirty-two. Five. Be there at five, Dylan. Right. How is Dad? He's lost. Why did they let him fly to New York if they're concerned about him? Clarity. Okay. How's Jamie? That's over. Oh, Dylan. Okay, we're done. Don't be an idiot, please. Thank you, Annie. I'll pick up Dad tomorrow at the airport. 32 sharp. <laughs> I love you. All right. You guys smell that? You guys feel that where we're at, guys? We're almost at the climax. We're about to get to the grand romantic gesture. Do you smell this? There's a flight. There's a dad. There's a lesson. There's their, their friendship crumbles. You watch enough rom-com, guys. You're going to start to recognize some of these beats, some of these patterns. Low point is right before a dramatic high point. Obviously, look at you. How smart you are, how great, how funny, how driven. Your vaguely Middle Eastern beauty. Sure as hell didn't all come from me. Okay, but seriously, Mom, do you do you really not remember where my dad's from? Or is it like a coping mechanism? A little above. This, like, weird <laughs> running sure game with, straight. like, uh, uh, the dad's <laughs> ethnicity. You just gotta know him when you see him. <laughs> I don't know. It's like an attempt at diversity? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna rescue you in a horse and carriage. That's not who you are. I mean, you're looking, you're looking for a man to be your partner, take on the world. So again, here she is giving some really good, healthy advice. My prince charming. You. Very sweet, very forward-thinking, but at the same time. Eh, I guess you know that was kind of just like a, a week, a week B plot for her. But uh, again, here's um, here's what's gonna push Will to make his or not Will. I keep calling him Will. His name's not Will. His name is Dylan. You know, and that is so true. There are drones that are out there dropping missiles, like, you know what I mean, with precision. You're telling me that we can't have automatic pilots, planes now? Self-driving cars, but we don't have self-driving planes? So, yeah, I'm kind of... <laughs> they slowly chipped away, slowly uh, convinced me. We got to get uh, some... Some drone pilots, so maybe then Dad? United will friggin' not suck so much. What's going on? I Dad? forgot what this is. Dad? Is he lost? Oh, here we go. All right, yeah. So here he is, kind of being everybody staring at him, he's kind of laughing at him. Here is him treating him like his dad. It's a good moment. You gonna join me? Thanks to Mila Kunis. Freaking Richard Jenkins, great actor. 
I love how they just stole the seat too, by the way. <laughs> it was sat wherever they wanted. They're at an airport, by the way. Could I get a steak medium, please? Who eats at an airport? <laughs> this is the Daily Grill. A mid-range casual dining spot. This is the Daily Grill. Why don't they go to like a nice nice restaurant in uh, 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 in New York? You go to New York and you eat at the Daily Grill at an airport? How hungry, how hungry are you? Also, why is this place so crowded? When was the last time you ate at a restaurant, uh, ate at the airport and it was crowded? For me, I can tell you when. McDonald's breakfast line. Trying to get some quick breakfast. Everyone's trying to get some quick breakfast. So that was the only time that there was ever a line at the airport. Otherwise, no one's fighting to sit down at the Daily Grill. Why didn't you tell me about her before? This is not something you discuss with your children. Besides, I have you and Annie. I have no regrets. So tell me now. She was the love of my life, and I was too stupid to realize. Everybody has a love of their life. Because of something so dumb, I don't even remember. I never really got over her. And I think that maybe you know, one of the reasons your mom went. I think that would be a... F maybe I'm too young to do this, but like I would love to make a documentary about that. The love of your life. In college, I did a... I did a documentary about uh, people's first kisses it's like a pretty monumental moment in people's lives i want to hear more about people's uh, uh past loves that have gone look at this guy look at this guy acting his butt off richard jenkins the girl i uh i brought home to la Jamie? Yeah, what's going on with her? I think I messed it up. Fix it. She won't talk to me. Maybe she'll listen. There's always a way. If you think there's even I love a that. that she could be it. She won't talk to me. Well, maybe she'll listen. You yeah, hear that reply, guys of the world? Never stop replying. I'm kidding. Shoot your shot, Kings. Richard Jenkins said so. I don't know what else to do. Let's go. You don't want to finish your steak. Breathing in the goddamn airport, I can leave the steak. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you get the airport, man. This guy gets it. Not even a nice steakhouse. Daily Grill. No disrespect to the Daily Grill. Look at this. I love this moment. So he's super nice to Richard Jenkins, but he's not nice to, to Justin Timberlake. This. I've been trying to take that little monkey to Pound Town for years. I'll tell you, say hello. What? Mr. Little. There you go. Dylan, I got a cab. Come on. If I ever run into you again, I'll crush your earlobes and make soup stock out of them. You have a vivid imagination. I do. I'm gonna get in a cab now. I'm gonna go make soup. What's the matter with her? I don't know. Gosh, Sean, uh, Sean White. <sighs> what an interesting cameo to get. And again, he's having a lot, a lot of fun at his expense. But that dude, was he trying to transition into comedy?
I don't know how boats work. Are you allowed to just drive wherever? I guess so. It's like having a car, I guess. It's or like a bike. You can just bike wherever you want. Our friend Dave from across the hall, his oven broke, so he'll be using the kitchen. Your friend Dave is here using the kitchen or watching me. Go. So smart. Holy this guy's what? tight. Sharp, not tight. Did you scoop the times on this? <laughs> I smell Pulitzer. He's not an editor. All right, all right. He's an art guy. Hi, Dave, from across the hall. Hi, Mr. Harper. <laughs> How are you? And now we know why you're here. Mom, I'm over by the Lexington exit. Where are you? Richard Jenkins, ladies and gentlemen. There Great are a job. Million guys and ties. So look for the guy I'm standing next to. Oh, you never do what you say you're gonna do. What am I gonna learn? Just hang on, baby. Here's that. Grand gesture. So I don't know if you caught it, but earlier he was making phone calls. Presumably, I don't know. I don't know how he only lived in New York for like a few months. Somehow he made a train station full of friends. Got them all to learn how to learn this um, choreography in time. Guys, y'all have friends. I all have friends. I have friends. How many friends do you know? That you would drop everything you are doing to do a flash mob for them, right? I have maybe three, four friends that would actually do that. Are people in New York <laughs> that free? This song is so catchy. I'm surprised I don't hear it in more rom-coms. This would be a good theme song for like a TV show too. I know who I... There you go, we get it now, we get it like... In the last 10 minutes, we finally get that re revelation. Should have been hinted at sooner. This love, baby. I don't know why they didn't fall in love sooner. I don't know why he didn't, you know, go for it later. This <laughs> is fun banter now. It's very sweet. Great rom-com moment. I can live without ever having sex with you again. It'd be really hard. <laughs> hey, I want my best friend back because I'm in love with her. How great would this message would have been though if it was just friendship, right? Not like I'm in love with you, but like let's just be friends again. A nice fun, a friend proposal. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. There are some friends that I need to have a friend proposal on. Why did they stop being friends too? It's so, it's so weird. Oh, 
It's like angry at nothing. Whatever. Whatever, guys. Happy ending. I'm glad we got here because it delivers a lot of rom-com beats. But, like, yeah, there's nothing at stake, <laughs> I guess, at the end of the day. That's, like, my biggest thing. It's like a nice episode of a sitcom. And they're going to play that upbeat music that they foreshadowed earlier. Nice, fun ending. Just a very quippy, fun, lighthearted, zippy movie, you know? Rom-com aside, this is just, it's just a good comedy. It's just really good. So, guys, that was uh, Friends with Benefits. And I hope you understand, like, why this is so much better and so much more superior than No Strings Attached. It's just altogether funny. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the people that made this film. Uh, again, Justin Timberlake. Big fan of his, longtime big fan of his. Um, yeah, Triple Threat. I don't know what he's up to now. Uh, but man, who would have thought, right? Back in the uh, days of uh, Mickey Mouse Club, he'd be making uh, such funny movies. Did I just see that this was produced by the Zucker Brothers? Interesting. If you don't know, the Zucker Brothers are um, the people that made Airplane. Very funny. If they produced that, wow. That says a lot. Uh, wow. Okay, that's pretty cool. It was produced by them. So, yeah, that explains why this is so, again, so fun, zippy. The tone was pitch perfect. We talked about the Zucker Brothers, if you recall, on our episode about uh, ghosts. So, yeah, I did not know that. I just found out now. Very cool. Um, okay. Uh, Mila Kunis is the other lead. Um, if you don't know her, I think everybody knows her, right? She's she's pretty pretty A-list, really funny, good comedic actress. She's done a couple rom-coms as well. Uh, one that I really like, oh, it came out a year or two ago called um, The Spy Who Dumped Me. That's a fun rom-com parody. Uh, it's not really a rom-com. It is a rom-com, I don't know. It says here that it's an action movie, but that's a, that's one I would recommend. And then, of course, she's also in Ted. So, yeah, like, she's good peeps. Um, hope she continues to make more. All right, let's talk about the filmmaker. So this film was uh, directed by Will Gluck, and he also had uh, partial writing credit here. Lots of, lots of writers on this film. But Will Gluck, um, a good name to keep an eye on because he's made a lot of really good movies. He started off with Fired Up. If you never saw that, that's that fun cheerleading movie. He also uh, wrote and directed, uh, sorry, he directed Easy A with uh, Emma Stone. I think if you compare this movie to Easy A, it kind of matches, right? It's very zippy, fun, quick, lighthearted. Patricia Clarkson played the mom in that. Um, yeah. Uh, he also did the new uh, Annie, the one from 2014. And then, this is weird. I think that where he shines the most is with broad comedies like Easy A and Friends of Benefits. He ended up doing Peter Rabbit and Peter Rabbit 2. 
I haven't seen it, so I could be wrong, but like, it doesn't feel like it's that the best of his abilities. But hey, you know what? I could be wrong, right? Like, do, if this is what he wanted to do. This is his passion project. You know, go get it, King. But at the same time, you know, I would love to see more rom-coms from this guy because he's, he's, uh, you know, this, the comedy in general is just so quick and so zippy and, and, and so timely. But yeah, those are the filmmakers. Uh, solid, solid work from everybody all around. Uh, regarding the um, rating, the the score, this is what I do appreciate. It, it, you know, actually, let's start with the box office before I get to there. Box office is very uh, close to not, no strings attached. Budget of uh, thirty-five million. Uh, box office. About 149 million, about 150. So, pretty much, you know, as far as R-rated sex comedies go, there's like a certain appetite. That's a really good job for an R-rated sex comedy. But more importantly, just proves that people have an appetite for this stuff, right? Movie came out, you know, uh, uh, six months after No Strings Attached, and made about made the exact same amount of money, right? So, what does that tell you? It's a, it's a good thing. You should, we should make more movies like this. It's really bankable. Now, regarding um, the the score, the rating, did a lot better. I think if you recall from last week, 50, uh, uh, No Strings Attached was dancing around the 50% mark. Spencer Benefits has a tomato score of 68, audience score of 65. So marginally better, but again, in my eyes, that margin goes a long way. Much better, much more fun, much more entertaining. Uh, movie, fun cast. It's great. It's great. This is everything you would want an R-rated comedy to be. Uh, and it's just so smart. Such a smart script. Can't uh, 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 mention that enough. But is there anything else to say about Friends with Benefits? You know? Uh, yeah, again, this, this concept, you have to remember, I, I, I was kind of like at, at several points, like, oh, it's so, wow, it's so played out, it's so boring, it's so plain. Remember that this movie came out the exact same time as No Strings Attached. They were in development at the same time. They even had the same title. There was also a TV show in the works called Friends with Benefits. So I don't know what it was. It was, it was like the world just like got like, oh, did you hear that people can have sex casually? Yeah, and then they just kind of like talked about Friends with Benefits. It was just such a thing. But I think we all can agree. We all know this has been a thing and it's going to continue to be a thing. This is just dating. So uh, in retrospect now, lackluster idea but at the time groundbreaking everybody couldn't get enough of the friends of benefits so uh in any, ca- any case um this is the one that won of that year all right um i think that's it for this movie i'm just waiting for this after credit scene to, sh- to, to pop up so bear with me here we go and here come the outtakes because if the actors had a good time making it, it must be good. <laughs> Bet your ass, Jason. Oh my God! I just love it. <laughs> Look, the crew's laughing. Oh, they made me do it. That's Will Gluck in the back, by the way. So stupid. Wow. I guess in lieu of showing their own outtakes, they're going to show them watch other outtakes. I don't know, fun addition, a fun little clip that's a fun little add-on. Um, all right, so uh, this is a great way to transition into what I want to talk about next, uh, which is next week's episode, guys. Um, obviously, in keeping with the theme, I think I might have mentioned this last week as well. Like, guys, it's all about friendship and dating. And when people think about rom-coms and friendship and dating, there is 
no rom-com that can compare. So next week's episode is going to be When Harry Met Sally. It's on everybody's favorite list. One of the things I do often is I ask people, hey, what's your favorite rom-com? And uh, they always tell me When Harry Met Sally. So we are going to wrap it up, this little trio of rom-coms, by watching When Harry Met Sally. Um, I think that these two attempted at it, right? Uh, No Strings Attached attempted at it. Friends with Benefits attempted at it. But I don't know why they bothered remaking it because they already knocked it out of the park, you know, back in 19... Uh, 89 with When Harry Met Sally. Um, so if you haven't seen it yet, I really recommend checking it out. It's on Showtime. But here's the trailer. Uh, the trailer doesn't do it justice because this is an 80s trailer, but it's there's a reason why this is like a beloved rom-com on top of every single list. Uh, this is one I've been saving for a while. I was saving for some live episodes, but who knows when we're going to actually be able to have people over and do live episodes. But I don't want to delay. I don't want to wait. So we're going to do uh, when Harry Met Sally. Here is the trailer. Men and women can't be friends because no man can be friends with a woman that he finds attractive. He always wants to have sex with her. So you're saying that a man can be friends with a woman he finds unattractive? No, you pretty much want to nail him, too. Grab. No, I don't like to eat between meals. <sighs> I'll roll down the window. Faceless guy rips off your clothes, and that's the sex fantasy you've been having since you were 12. Exactly the same. Well, sometimes I vary it a little. Which part? What I'm wearing. You tell her about other women. Yeah. Like the other night. I made love to this woman, and it was so incredible. I took her to a place that wasn't human. She actually meowed. You made a woman meow? Sure. I need to talk. What happened? What's the matter? Harry came over last night. I went over to Sally's last night. Because I was upset that Joe was getting married. one thing led to another. And before I knew it, we were kissing, and then... To make a long story short, we we did did it. They did it. It's challenging. (laughs) I'm difficult. I'm too structured. I'm completely closed off. But in a good way. And I'm gonna be 40! (laughs) When? (laughs) Someday. In eight years. Men. Charlie Chaplin had babies when he was 73. Yeah, but he was too old to pick them up. All right, there you have it. Classic Nora Ephron dialogue, but I think we can hear some of the parallels, right? They're talking about a lot of the same things. It's a lot of the same tone. So, guys, they already made this movie 22 years ago. But don't worry. Uh, uh, we all love them all the same. But, uh, okay, next week, when Harry met Sally, look out for that. Um, all right, so that's going to bring today's episode to a close. Thanks again for watching along and listening along with me. Don't forget, I'm on Twitter, at Ram Companion Pod. Hit me up. And, yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this trio of uh, friend dating friend zony rom-coms all right uh see you next episode with women hey metalli take care